0: Welcome to the Lion's Roar Dharma Center podcast from Dona Darge Temple. This public talk by Lama Yeshe Jinpa was recorded during a regularly scheduled Sunday morning service. So, Greg, you should move over and sit next to Doug. Okay, sure, sure. sure, No, not this way, this Greg. Refuge, Greg. Uh, Yeah, uh, thank you. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, sit next to Doug. That would be good. Yeah. Then you're coming from both sides. Yeah, there's a there's a seat. One so we have uh the wisdom side and the compassion side operating. <laughs> now I can see Sarah. <laughs> it's true. It's nice to have two these two streams like that. Uh so uh yeah, I live in two worlds, but so, so does everybody in this room. And we journey between the two worlds. <clears throat> um, some, some traditions, you either got to be in one, or just in one. You're just in one world, that's it. Then in some traditions, there's uh, two worlds, but then you have to choose. <clears throat> uh, but in, in our tradition they're these two worlds with uh, something in between, right? <clears throat> uh, so, in um, fancy Jungian psychology, we call it liminality, the liminal world, right? So, here we, we have names for it. Um, Samogakaya, the body of communication. Um, uh, or, uh, in... Yogacara, Chittamatra philosophy. We'd say uh, Paratantra, the dependent nature. <clears throat> For those in the Buddha Study Program who are starting to read Asanga's, uh, uh, you know, Middle Way, uh, Universal Discourse, then um, you'll know what I'm talking about. <clears throat> Before we're teaching uh, Madhyamaka, where there's just ultimate, and conventional. And now, with Yogacara philosophy, there's three. There's the imaginal world in between. Without the imaginal world, we couldn't be uh, doing uh, these prayers. We wouldn't have the um, paintings, uh, and we wouldn't have Tantra. So, uh, people say, well, is Buddhism a religion or a philosophy or a psychology a way of life? Um, Actually, the correct answer is it's a way of uh, living imaginatively. It's a healing fiction. (laughs) Like that. Uh, Last night, uh, Sabine and I really enjoyed uh, kirtan, the singing and um, the playing was just great. So uh, I want to encourage um, Lions Row members to come. Um, in Tantra, the culmination of realization isn't um, uh, just chopping wood and carrying water. Uh, it's also singing about it. <laughs> right. So uh, the culmination is poetry and dance and music. Isn't that nice? Yeah. <clears throat> so there's quite a variety of uh, uh, drumming and guitar and singing. It was great. Yeah. Uh, and then Mike's here the next morning. That's really fantastic. <clears throat> uh, so one of my uh, therapy supervisors back when I was doing uh, child uh, workshops with her, she said the way to do relationships is to sing to people. Particularly if you're mad. <laughs> so You just say like, I'm so mad at you. You know, like opera. Um, or to chase someone around out of the house. I love you, I love you so much. <laughs> just That's the imaginal world. Uh, so the uh, songs that we did uh, last night, of course, as uh, Mike knows, they really love songs, you know? Love songs to the divine, love songs to the absolute. So uh, in our tradition, uh, the absolute nature of awareness isn't just blank, it has that quality of being totally open with no form, and it has the quality of being like this kind of form, you know, your medical body, but it also has the ca- capacity of being totally imaginal uh, and fluid. Uh, so that's why singing and poetry is so important and why the emphasis uh, in Dharma really is speech. <clears throat> uh, because speech goes with teaching. So uh, the Buddha said many times, which I'll repeat again since we're doing refuge: is the Buddhas do not wash away sins with water. So uh, uh, it's still okay. You want to take a dip in the in the Ganga when you're there, that's fine. Uh, but you won't wash away your karma. We're not washing. We're not transferring. Uh, it usually goes, we're not healing just by laying on of hands. Like that. So we, we, have, we need doctors and nurses and therapists. We're not. We, finally, we can't transfer realizations. You can't just. You can help awaken people through your energy and love, but you can't give them what you have. The Buddhas just teach. So. We have to be good teachers and you have to check to see if people are getting what we teach. We can't just say, well, you know, we, we gave it to them. No, you have to check in and you have to uh, give tests and exams like that. So uh, it's an imaginal world because we're just saying, well, did you get what I said? Are you going to follow through on what you said you do? Are you?" enjoying your life, those are, those are imaginal things, right? Are you going to follow through on what you did, said you were going to do? And they go, yeah. Is that concrete reality? Is that blank? No, that's the imaginal world, right? When they follow through um, what they said they do when they feed the cats, then that's, that's this world, Right? But, yeah, I'm going to feed the cats. That's the imaginal world. (laughs) It hasn't happened yet, but you have the intention. So uh, it's not blank, you know, like you're going to feed the cats and you don't. There's no cats. There's no me. I don't have to do anything. No, you're going to say, yeah, I'll feed the cats. This is a real example, by the way. So I'm I'm going (laughs) to feed the cats. (laughs) So that's the imaginal world, right? Because someone's going to hold up. They're going to feed the cats. So I have my imaginal world, and she has her imaginal world, and we're dwelling in, I'm going to feed the cats. See, that's really an important world, right? The world of intention, motivation, imagination. So we're not just doing imagination to um, you know, just have fun. You know, we, we exist in the imaginal world, like trust. I, I trust you to tell me the truth. That's not just silence or just emptiness, right? That's not, you know, that's not tables and chairs. That's the imaginal world, right? I trust you to tell me the truth. So we have to get really good at that world because that, that, that liminal world is where uh, things happen, Right? we that that motivational liminal world, okay. So that's why in the Mahayana tradition, uh, there's so much emphasis on motivation. That's why we have prayer. So much emphasis on motivation and on tantra. There's so much emphasis on creativity in the imaginal world, because we've done the Hinayana foundational Buddhist practice. We're not harming ourselves or harming others. Okay, got the self-care things out of the way, and then uh, we can move to the motivational world. And then the uh, creative world. Right, which is, are you going to feed the cats? Yes. <laughs> it makes sense, doesn't it? It's very practical. Dharma is very practical. Okay. So when we're doing the rituals, we you, you know, then doing these. If you don't understand it, it just looks like, you know, just silly. But then when you realize, okay, communication is this ritual, you know... And these kind of performative utterances, as so we'd say in philosophy, like, I'm going to feed the cats. <coughs> or, now you're married. Performative utterance, right? <laughs> like that. If it's said by the right person in authority. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, in, we're training, the, uh, particularly in this tradition, the imaginal world of language and creativity and motivation. So, that's why we, we do this. So, it's kind of, Made into a play, but that's the point. That makes sense, right? am I making sense? Okay, good. <clears throat> so Buddhism, you, if you want to, if people want to, uh, you know, like you can, you can. The neat thing is, you you can you can say, okay, I'll take refuge, I'll do the Buddhist path, and and you can still be Hindu or Muslim or you know, Jewish or New Age or whatever, uh, you know, and you can still be Republican. It's, it's okay <laughs> I had to throw that in, you know, because, that, because we think we have to, like, totally change uh, uh, the structure of our world um, to be a certain thing. No, you, you can do this practice, uh, and uh, you're not necessarily... You don't necessarily have to, like, okay, I've got to dress differently or do anything, because it's a way of training your motivation and your imagination and your awareness, like that. So, uh, in this tradition, we don't have to give up jobs and family. You can if you want to be monk and nun, but you don't have to. That makes sense, right? So, sometimes... uh, in some fundamentalist styles of practice, they say, okay, you have to renounce all your previous uh, gods and goddesses. Um, uh, you have to renounce your, all your attachments. That would be impossible, wouldn't it? You can't do it. Yeah, so I don't like that when people say, I'm, I'm totally giving this up. Now I'm going to be this. That's not good. <clears throat> so the nice part about our, our two refugees today is, like Sophie, Greg, just I know them, they're, they're not, they haven't said, I'm going to be a totally different person now, right? You haven't said that, have you, Sophie? No. Greg? Yeah. Not yet. <laughs> 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 hoping? No, okay. All right, okay. So we're, we're just willing to uh, work with ourselves imaginatively. capish? Like that, right? Okay. But before we do the refus, then we need to do hundreds of deities of Tushita, um, I know there's a lot of prayers. This is just how how I have to do it. Or they take away my lama license. So um, very co- <laughs> they do. They're watching all the time. They are. There are no dharma police. There are no dharma police. That's true. They're just you know. <laughs> they Yeah, That was funny. Okay. So just um, this is a guru yoga of Lama Sonka who. Was very eclectic and very, uh, very kind and learned teacher that inspired so many people. But the most important part, like I was talking about, a kirtan, um, uh identified very closely with Maitreya, the Buddha of Love. So in our tradition, we say maitri and we, we don't say loving kindness. I'm on this kick. So we just say love. Just. Real love, which is wanting to preserve and praise and just want the best for people, right? We're kind too, but there's a strong intensity in Tantra, a very strong, passionate kind of love. So, uh, so Lama Sankhapa is coming, emerging from Maitreya's Pure Land called Tushida. Uh, so, we're visualizing, uh, it will be in the text, but whenever you're visualizing your, your favorite loving person or your pet, uh, the tradition in Tibet is they're emerging out of, uh, they're emerging out of these billowing clouds. That's nice, right? Yeah. So make it relevant. But um, then we'll do the maximo, which you've already done a little bit, and uh, then we'll take uh, a short break, um, and then do the the refuge. <clears throat> I-, I can read it out. It's okay. Yeah, we should all do it together. Do we all have it? Uh, okay, good. Um, I should say too that you know I really like I, I I began to see my own teacher in the aspect of Lama Tsongkhapa. That's the traditional guru yoga, correct? So uh, there there is a there is a point where you realize with one's teacher or doctor or therapist, actually they really care about me. Isn't that nice when you get to that point? Like you're not just learning a technique or, you know, or getting some tools or something, you know. Uh, I know James knows this. It's a nice part, you know, when people just realize, oh, you really care about me. You're not just doing this as your job, right? It makes it to, And then there's a the connect, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Right, Sarah? Yeah. yeah this just, you know, like you're in, you know, like that. So that's the point of doing the Guru Yoga practice. So we learn how to connect. Oh, yeah, actually we can do that. We can connect with people and they can be loving and we can trust each other and we have to practice it. We need discriminating wisdom too. But we're you know, we, we wanna notice that click time. That's why we're doing this. We wanna notice the time where we kinda click in. Right, Justin, that's it. And notice like oh, we're in. Okay, I'm in. okay, like that. Okay. So let's just start. Yeah, enough about me. So. I take safe direction from the three precious gems. I shall liberate every limited being to secure them all in enlightened state. I shall reaffirm and correct my bodhicitta aim. I take safe direction from the three precious gems. I shall liberate every limited being to secure them all in enlightened state. I shall reaffirm and correct my bodhicitta aim. I take safe direction from the three precious gems. I shall liberate every limited being to secure them all in enlightened state. I reaffirm and correct my bodhicitta May the surface of the land in every direction be pure, without even a pebble, as smooth as the palm of a child's hand, naturally polished as the barrel gem. May divine and human objects of offering actually erased and those envisioned as peerless clouds of Samantabhadra offerings completely fill the sphere of space. From the heart of the guardian of the hundreds of deities of Tushita, the land of joy, on the tip of a rain-bearing cloud resembling a mound of fresh white curd, we request you alight and grace the sight, king of dharma, Losang drakpa, domniscient with the pair of your spiritual sons. Seated on lion's throne, lotus, and moon in the sky before us, ennobling, impeccable gurus, we request you remain with white smiles of delight for hundreds of yans to further the teachings as the formless fields are growing a positive force for us with the minds of belief in the facts. Your minds have the intellect that comprehends the full extent of what can be known. Your speech, with its elegant explanations, become an adornment for the ears of those of good fortune. Your bodies are radiantly handsome with glory renowned. We prostrate you to behold, hear, or recall as worthwhile." Refreshing offerings of water, assorted flowers, fragrant incense, lights, scented water, and more, this ocean of clouds of offering actually reigns, and envisioned here, we present to you formless fields for growing a positive force. Whatever destructive actions of body, speech, and mind that we have committed, piling up over beginningless time, and especially the breaches of our three sets of vows, we openly admit, one by one, with fervent regret for our hearts. In this degenerate age, you persevered in a phenomenal amount of study and practice, and by reading yourselves of the eight childish feelings, you made the respites and enrichments of your lives worthwhile. From the depths of our heart we rejoice, O guardians, in the towering waves of your enlightened deeds. Hallowed, ennobling, impeccable gurus, from the clouds of omniscient affection that billow in the skies your dharmakayas, we request you release a rain pound of vast dharma to shower on the absorbed earth of us, eager to be tamed in fitting ways. May whatever constructive forces built up by this benefit the teachings and all those who wonder, may they especially enable the heart of the teachings of the ennobling, impeccable Losang Drakpa to beat ever on. By directing and offering to the Buddha fields this base, anointed with fragrant flowers. Strewn with flowers, and decked with Mount Meru, four islands, a sun and a moon, may all those who wander be led to these pure fields. Om idam Guru Radha Mandala Kamya I send forth this mandala to you, precious girls, by the force of having made fervent requests in this way. From the hearts of the ennobling, impeccable Father, and the pair of his spiritual sons, hollow beams of white light radiate forth their tips combine into one and penetrate us through the crowns of our heads. Through the conduit of these white tubes of light, white nectars flow freely, the color of milk purging us of diseases, demons, negative forces, obstacles, and constant habits, barring none. Our bodies become as pure and clear as a crystal. You are Avalokiteshvara, a great treasure of unaimed affection, Manjushri, a commander of flawless wisdom, Vajrapani, a destroyer of all holds uh, need. The crown jewel, the erudite masters, land of snows, at your feet, losam dracpa, when peace. So I'll just, we'll just read this out slowly. We already sung it, but sometimes we sing, we don't know what the Tibetan sounds like. Do you want to do it slow? So it goes like this. Mig me, say way, chen, Drimei, Kenpei, Wangpo, young, Dupang, Malu, Jumse, Sangwa, Dag, Ganchin, Kepe, Sugjin, Songkapa, lo Song, Drakpe, Shabla, So-Wa, Dab. Now you all know how to speak Tibetan. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So we, we this is this is what the translation is above it, right? You got that? Okay. All right. Then, glorious, precious root guru, come place the lotus and moon seats on the crown of our heads, taking care of us through your great kindness. Direct us to the actual attainments of your body, speech, and mind. So now we should do a short, uh, silent meditation. Uh, or you can continue to... Hold the visualization. Either one. If you want to just sit and breathe, or uh, you can hold the visualization, or you can visualize uh, someone you love appearing from the clouds, and you say how wonderful they are, and then they ask you to please feed the cats, and then <laughs> and then you do, and then it all works out. <laughs> Both Sophie and Greg did uh, uh, a mini refuge ceremony with me a couple of uh, weeks ago um, because uh, I I was doing a special workshop and I said, you know, it's just for people who made that commitment to their practice. So I said, okay, you've got to do it. So we did it. So this is actually for... Uh, the Sangha audience benefit. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm going to um, uh, give uh, their new names and announce them, and we're going to go through um, the refuge practice. I sometimes call it refuge sadhana. So um, people ask, um, well, what practice? I don't know, what practice did I do? And I said, well, did you, do you have the refuge... Sadhana. Sadhana means in um, in Sanskrit, uh, like what helps you accomplish your goals. So uh, your treatment plan. So (laughs) it's okay. You know, the the Buddha is the great physician. So it's it's that model. Uh, So you can do that practice. You know, everyone here can do this practice. Uh, It's extensive, so um, it starts off really nicely. So we just read along, and I'll lead it, and we don't have a lot of time for pausing. Um, uh, And then if people want to take the practice home, they can. Visualize your father on your right side and your mother on your left. Surrounding you, imagine the innumerable sentient beings of the six realms. Realize that all sentient beings are your kind mothers of past and future lives and that they suffer just as you do. Then generate deep compassion for them and think, I must attain the highest state of Buddhahood in order to help all these beings. Now that you have produced a special virtuous mind, visualize the field assembly. Imagine in the vast sky before you a jeweled throne, which is high and wide, supported by eight great lions, Upon it is a cushion that is a mandala of multicolored lotus, moon, and sun. Seated upon this is your own root teacher, appearing as Shakyamuni Buddha. His body is the color of purified gold, and he has a crown protuberance upon his head. His right hand is touching the earth, and his left is in the gesture of meditative equipoise. Upon it is a begging bowl filled with the nectar of blessings. His body is beautifully covered with the three saffron-colored religious robes of a monk. He sits cross-legged in the middle of an aura of light. In his heart is Vajradhara Buddha, and in Vajradhara's heart is a blue home radiating light. Behind Shakyamuni Buddha is another lion throne with a cushion of lotus, moon, and sun, upon which Vajradhara is seated, surrounded by teachers belonging to the lineage of the blessing of practice. On Shakyamuni Buddha's right is Maitreya, surrounded by teachers in the lineage of extensive deeds, and on his left is Manjushri, surrounded by teachers in the lineage of profound view. In front of Shakyamuni Buddha sits your gracious root teacher, just as you see him when receiving his teachings. He is surrounded by the teachers with whom you have religious connection, those in direct lineage from Buddha down to your own root teacher. Encircling the Mara, first the assemblies of Buddha Devas, and then in turn the Buddhas, Bodhisattvas, self-enlightened ones, Heirs, heroes, protectors, of the dharas, and other wisdom deities. In front of each, on a jewel stand, their own religious teachings appear as volumes of scripture whose nature is light. Inconceivable manifestations of each of the assembly radiate to the ten directions, subduing all sentient beings according to their capacities. Envision that the entire assembly is gazing at you with great joy. Then recite, I go for refuge to the Buddha. Sincerely, reciting this prayers has streams of nectar to flow forth from the bodies of all the Buddhas, including Vajradhara and others. As these streams enter the bodies and minds of yourself and all other beings, they purify everyone from all defilements. After considering that the blessings of the body, speech, and mind of the Buddhas have entered you and all others think, we have come under the protection of the Buddhas, then recite, I go for refuge to the Dharma." Sincerely, reciting this prayer causes streams of nectar to flow forth from the scriptures. As these streams enter the bodies and minds of yourself and all others, they purify everyone from all defilements. After considering that the blessings of the Dharma have entered you and all others think, we have come under the protection of the Dharma, then recite Aido for refuge to the Sangha. Sincerely right in citing this prayer causes streams of nectar to flow forth from the bodies of the assembly of wisdom beings, protector of the dharma, hero, heroines, self-enlightened ones, hearers, and bodhisattvas. As these streams enter the bodies and minds of yourself and all others, they purify everyone from all the defilements. After considering that the blessings of the sangha have entered you and all others think, we have come under the protection of the sangha, All the objects of refuge then say, We are your protectors, refuge, and allies, ready to deliver you from the sufferings of cyclic existence. As they recite this clearly, promising to help you rejoice. Thus, with deep prayer and with tears pouring forth from your eyes and the hairs of your body standing on edge, go for refuge. As you have gone for refuge in this way, go for refuge, conjoining it with the generation of the altruistic aspiration for enlightenment. Just as a warrior in a fierce battle wishes to protect not only himself, but also his relatives and friends, so you should chiefly think the needs of sentient beings, recite, I go for refuge until enlightenment to the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha. Sincerely reciting this prayer causes streams of nectar to flow forth from the bodies of all the members of the field of assembly. As these streams enter the body and minds of yourself and all others, and purify everyone from all defilements and the bodies of all are transformed into pure, clear light. All merit, life, mind, and the knowledge of all aspects of the Dharma are expanded, increased in everyone." So now I say a little bit commentary. So, uh, uh, yes, in our tradition, actually using the imaginal world increases the quality of our uh, non-narrative meditation. Doesn't seem that should be so, right? Like, it seems like, well, we'd only increase bare attention, uh, to use that term, or just awareness, but just by doing awareness, right? But actually, we can use concept and imagination to increase the ability just to pay bare attention without any narrative. Okay, that takes a little thinking, and then why <coughs> is that so? Uh, but uh, when we say imagination, we need the awareness too and study to find out what's the difference between imagination and fantasy. That's big, right? And then what's the difference between fantasy and delusion? Okay. Okay. I have a fantasy that when I buy a lottery ticket, I'm gonna win. Okay. This is crazy. And you think about it. like God, what would I do with 50 million or something? Nutty, okay. But then I also have a delusion. What's, pardon me? The delusion is what you're spending it on. No, that's still a fantasy. Delusion is that I'm going to win without buying a ticket. <laughs> so, okay. So, in, okay. Imagination would be, actually, we we have won it, and we're we're imaginatively helping create, envision the world we, we want to see as a result of our motivation and our actual abilities, right? So uh, when, when we're you know, saying prayers or um, imaginative narrative, things like this, um, it, it's meant to build the imagination. So uh, it's, it can be fantasy at first, but it's tempered by the fact that everyone here is doing some form of mindfulness meditation, awareness meditation, and some people are actually, you know, investigating, you know, nature of self and nature of mind, too, right? Otherwise, we just do it, and you think something, uh, magical goop is going to happen without any effort, right? That would be fantasy. Yeah, that's, or actually, delusion. Yeah, correct. Good, you guys are thinking. Okay, now let's, Continue. Think the blessing of the three jewels have entered myself and all others. Now meditate deeply on generating the altruistic aspiration for enlightenment. A duplicate form of Shakyamuni Buddha enters your body and you become Shakyamuni Buddha. Rays of light emanate from your transformed body and strike all sentient beings who have been all your mother and father, purifying them of their defilements and alleviating their suffering. Visualize the mantra in a circle around your heart. So this is the mantra, tayata, om, muni muni, maha muniye, soha. Tayata means like, kind of thus. So sometimes people leave it off. So if you're in a hurry, <laughs> later in your life, you can just start with om like that, right? Mm-hmm. And then it ends with soha, is how Tibetans pronounce swaha, like that. So muni means the silent the silent one. We know that, Muni. Okay so i will try 21 times. Taite omuni muni maha muni eso. Taite omuni muni maha muni eso. Taite omuni muni maha muni eso. Taite muni maha muni eso. I think I'm establishing them in the high state of Shakyamuni Buddha. Right. So we're taking refuge means uh, we're leaving samsara. And also in this text, we're, uh, we're taking uh, uh, bodhisattva vows too, right? <laughs> and we're actually saying we want to be awake and have all the powers of being awake and kind. So it's more than just good people. We're already good people, yeah. So then uh, uh, we have that now. uh, In our tradition, and particularly myself, I um, I ask people to take the precepts uh, when they take refuge. Uh, The precepts are our guides. Um, They're usually in uh, foundational Buddhism. They're like done negatively because the idea is to not do self-harm. It's not negative, it's like, it's like, let's stop the self-harm first, right? So if someone comes to you in your office you know, and they're doing a lot of self-harm activity, um, you're probably you know, gonna address that first, right? If you talk to somebody, right? Can't just go, well, forget about the self-harm, we're gonna you know, do some gestalt work. No, you, you have to like start. So we've done that. So they're done, Just at least don't harm yourself or harm others. But still, these are guidelines, right? Because, you know, these can be interpreted in different ways. For uh, uh, There are a lot of rules as a monk or nun, but most of the rules actually, you know, all go around this. And the rest of the rules um, are like how you get along with others. <laughs> those, those, we need a lot of rules, right? Clean up after itself, right? Yeah, but so there, there are no general like, there's no um, catechism like exactly like what, what does this mean? You know, people ask, well, could we just could you just give me the list of what not killing means? Not, you know, th- these you have to work out through your practice, right? Okay, but, as Greg said, there, there's no Dharma police. You know, the Dharma police is actually your own karma, right? Right. (laughs) Okay. You don't need Dharma. Like, there's there's always going to be an effect from a cause, Mm -hmm. so we don't we don't need it. You know, don't don't need that. Okay. Okay. So, having taken refuge, we pledge to uphold the five precepts in order to support Dharma practice and the Dharma practice of others. Take the five precepts. I undertake the precept of refraining from killing. I undertake the precept of refraining from stealing. I undertake in the precept of refraining from lying. I undertake the precept of refraining from sexual misconduct. I undertake the precept of refraining from intoxicants. I acknowledge each and every misdeed. I rejoice in the virtue of living beings. I hold in my mind the thought of enlightenment and the Buddha. To Buddha, the Dharma and the Sangha, I go for refuge and tell enlightenment. In order to fully accomplish the purpose of others, I will generate the aspiration for enlightenment. At the end of the session, envision a ray of light radiating from the Shakyamuni Buddha. Shakyamuni Buddha then melts into the space between your two eyebrows. Imagine that you have the blessings of the field field of assembly. We'll just do short meditation. Or recite, After generating this superior aspiration, I will cherish all sentient beings and perform the beautiful highest deeds of enlightenment. May I achieve Buddhahood to help all sentient beings. Good. Mm -hmm. So they just come up one by one. (laughs) So, like that. So, (laughs) Uh, Sophie, come on up. Yeah, no, just stand. Oh, kneeling's over? That's okay. Yeah, oh, there's a pillow. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's already done lots of bows previously, so we're saving your knees. Do you want to do bows now? Yeah. Yeah. You can. Oh, my. So, in our tradition, there's uh, Tamba um, over here. So, uh, prostrations or bows aren't, um, it's not European like we're bowing to the majesty. <laughs> you know? So, uh, in Refuge, the Buddha, right before his enlightenment um, under the Bodhi tree, had doubts. This is important. Kind of interesting psychologically too. So uh, he had a very high state, that kind of a realization. But then, guess guess what? The next thought was after some real penetration of interdependence. Then, then what popped up? You're wrong. Yeah, You're wrong. yeah you know. I'm not worthy. This is very interesting mm-hmm. because a lot of times when people have this profound experience of interdependence, then uh, they're surprised, like uh, up pops the misperceived self again, where you thought that, uh, damn, I was done with that. Wait a, minute, wait a minute, you know. But that's the way it works. It just comes into view again. So you need that that wisdom mind to, like, actually, you know, say, I actually, am worthy. But in uh, psychologically, mythologically, uh, the uh, the earth goddess uh, said, you're worthy. That's interesting, right? Earth goddess. So, he touched the earth, right? There's a rumisparsha Sparsha, Mudra, like that. So, when you have a Buddha that's touching, like one of his, the right hand is touching the earth, then uh, that's a refuge Buddha, right? If you have that in a refuge, a oh, refuge Buddha. So, we're just, we're touching the earth, right? With our uh, body, speech, and mind, right? So, the earth, that's good for us earth people, right? Yeah. So then, may I cut your hair a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah mm. Symbolize renunciation. Yeah. yeah mm. So, your uh, Dharma name will be uh, Yeshe Sumpton. Actually, it's like our lineage name, meaning uh, primordial wisdom, awareness, knowledge, and sometimes the uh, Jnana Paramita, right? So um, you're a meditator. Isn't that good? So see, here's this refuge Buddha. Thank you, Marie, for doing this. Okay. Yes.. Yeah. yeah, oh, this is it. You get things. <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's actually traditional to give India's like gift-giving. It's my cafe It's gift-giving. You just would not ever like so you, as a monastic, I just got an apple. That was it. But you get're <laughs> getting more.. Like. <clears throat> So you know, maybe um maybe we uh in in the future can um do some revisions on um uh the refuge sadhana, you know. Um we can type it up differently. Um we, we should ha- we should mix up the genders a little bit, don't you think? Take a vote? Yeah, okay. You know. So, uh, I've done a lot of things like this, and I'm still, I haven't, you know, the Dharma police have not shown up, so we can do it. Uh, And, of course, people reading uh, Bob Thurman's translation of Universal Discourse uh, Sutra, like, you know, Bodhisattva Shi, she, right? Yeah, like that, Buddha she, so, okay. Good. So, uh, Greg, yeah, so. Uh, just, just don't, don't, do a, don't do a prostration, like, just do bows, unless you really want to, your knees are right, yeah, you can oh, do I'll that, you do oh, you can, okay, yeah, yeah, let me hold on to this first, I don't want you tripping on, yeah, so that's good. Yeah, careful. yeah, Okay, all right. So. Okay, good. Yeah, that's okay. All right. <laughs> Dramatic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah and the offerings should be smaller. Okay. So let's just stand right there. so. Greg's taking refuge with uh, a qualified lama in the past, but he can't remember who it is. <laughs> or what my name was, or what his name was, which is, yeah. Don't mean to out you. You know, is that okay? <laughs> yeah. uh, but you know, actually, that's kind of common. You know, because we we get involved in things, and we just kind of like, hey, they're doing a refuge ceremony, and we just get caught up, and so that's totally okay. In the past lifetime? Or this no, this, lifetime. Lifetime. this yeah, lifetime. Yeah, maybe past. Oh, okay. So, uh, it, is, it is okay, you know, some, it's okay to take, go through a refuge ceremony with different teachers. Uh, some people do that and they collect names, you know, so that's the thing. You don't, you don't really need to do it more than, uh, but, it, you know, we're doing it together so we're renewing it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's cool. Yeah, Yeah. it's like doing the marriage vows <laughs> Yes. Yeah, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it's like that. So, uh, yeshi sopa. So yeshi means of course primordial awareness, and sopa means patience. It's a good one. Yeah, I need that. I don't think I've given it. I haven't. Who else? Who? Nobody else has yeshi sopa. Yeah, that's my refuge name. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. So, but I want you to spell it with an S. Because Lama Zopa is so famous. Yeah. yeah. Lama Zopa is so famous. You it with If you want to. You can do it. They can. But, you know, sometimes people are weird. They get religiously weird. And then you'd get, like, some email going, uh, only Lama Zopa can use the Z. But if you want to try it. No. <laughs> Just, that won't happen. I'll take, I'll take But Yes, yeah. <laughs> There's a very famous Geshe taught at uh, the first Tibetan, uh, Geshe, the first Tibetan uh, scholar practitioner taught at um, uh, Madison, you know, first, uh, you know, so way back in, in, the, uh, in the 70s and 80s, you know, at the university level, incredible scholar. So you know, I always think of Geshe Soba. But when I think of Lama Soba. But just think patience, I so, I gotta tell the story, people have heard it. So, I took refuge with Trungpa Rinpoche in 1977. Um, then, uh, you had to have an interview uh, just the night before. Um, that was traditional, because I know Greg already. I already knew Trungpa Rinpoche for a couple of years, or, well, six. So, I'm slow. So, long line, you're, you're, you're kneeling on a cushion, Zen style not easy for me. And then, uh, since Remshae was always late, uh, I thought I'd show up late, consequently last in line. So, one hour, two hours, three hours. Yeah, I stopped kneeling, I just got into sitting. So, by the time I went in to see, uh, Trungpa Remshae, who had an elegant office with, uh, his two attendants standing. This is very imperial. I'm not, you know, okay. attendants, you know, very three piece suits standing on each side like this, you know. So normally I would have been slightly intimidated, but I just went, guess what I said? Who knows what I said? You guys should know. <laughs> <laughs> what took so long? <laughs> yeah, really. You know, just like, out. Uh, so, <laughs> he thought it was hysterical. <laughs> and the Vajra guards were not pleased. Uh, but, so that was, it was a really good name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the point of the story. Okay. Okay. So, that's it. You did it. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> Patty should give it to you, Patty. Patty, yeah, we ha- it has to be presented. Yeah, it's a gift exchange. okay. All right, let's give them both the a hand. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Now, now we just we just do closing prayers. This has been a Lion's Roar Dharma Center recording. For more information, visit Lion's